the Morning Majlis, talking the stories that are shaping headlines. This is, this is Pulse 95. The text lines are open, 4215. We'd like you to join this uh, conversation with us here as we talk about the mental health impact of COVID-19. And the reason we're talking about this is this study came out and said that the COVID-19 pandemic is causing a sharp rise in depression and anxiety, even in countries with low rates of infection. The research found increased rates of depression and anxiety in Australia in the early days of the outbreak. They say it's because of related money worries and disruption to social lives. Yeah, the study uh, actually found that countries with the most successful responses to, to quashing infections could have overlooked the effects on citizens' mental health. And researchers also surveyed almost about 1,300 Australian adults in, back in March, uh, just after federal and, and state governments closed restaurants and entities, limited social gatherings as well, and imposed border restrictions, as we know. And it found that of the 36 people who tested positive for COVID-19 or were closely linked to someone who had, none experienced a negative effect on their mental health. But those whose work and social life were disrupted by lockdown were linked to symptoms of anxiety and depression, although working from home was not linked to any negative effects. So those are the findings of that study so far. Yeah, and what's, what's concerning as well is that they found higher rates of mental health problems, yeah. especially among younger people, women, and those with existing medical conditions. And uh, those who conducted the research said it's important that governments and policymakers recognize that minimizing social and financial disruption should also be a central goal of public health policy. Meanwhile, services for mentally ill patients have been disrupted around the world during COVID-19 pandemic. Access to psychologists and psychiatrists, for instance, has been compromised, according to the World Health Organization. And only 7% of 134 countries responding uh, to the World Health Organization's survey reported that all mental health services were fully open with 93% saying that their mental health services were not operating the way they did prior to the pandemic. So that's another major point of concern here. Definitely. Also, the survey, which was conducted from June till August, was published ahead of the WHO's big event for mental health uh, that will be on October 10th. Uh, it's actually a global uh, online event that will bring together world leaders, celebrities, and advocates on World Mental Health Day to call for increased investments after uh, COVID-19. The pandemic is increasing uh, uh, demand for mental health services uh, with isolation, loss of income, and also fear causing mental health problems or exasperating uh, existing ones, really. Mm. Uh, COVID-19 also has um, led to neurological and mental complications such as delirium, agitation, and also many strokes. So... Um, it did have a toll on a lot of people. It did, and uh, the World Health Organization's Director General, uh, Dr. Tedros, said that good mental health is absolutely fundamental to overall health and well-being and called for world leaders to move quickly and decisively on this issue. And uh, we've, we've seen that. I mean, when the entire world changes within just a few weeks, and we're talking radical changes to your life, your livelihood, your income, your social life, you're, lo you're isolating, you have an entirely different lifestyle that you put on, and uh, mental health experts say that that causes a great deal of stress when you have to tackle an unfamiliar environment 
and nobody around you has answers. Just a lot of questions, what ifs, and fears and anxieties uh, that really just change everything. And uh, looking at what people have been saying, even creative people who had initially seen this period of isolation as, hey, I'm going to have more time to myself, I'm going to make music maybe, they said they faced creative and emotional burnout during this period and really couldn't get anything done. People who uh, didn't have as much access to their friends and family like they used to uh, struggle to find a support system amid this time. Everybody's just so much more distanced. And the most important aspect as well is uh, e- economy. Yeah. When you have economic insecurity, that is deeply linked to depression, according to studies. Uh, and that's uh, pretty much uh, one of the driving reasons as to why people are suffering mentally during the pandemic. You know, I have a friend of mine, a very close friend of mine. She was talking to me uh, yesterday on the phone and she's telling me, uh, uh, Rania, I can't sleep at night. And I say, oh, why? You're drinking a lot of coffee, a lot of caffeine. And she's like, no, it's because of my anxiety. And I said, why? What's going on? And she's like, I keep, you know, thinking that I might get COVID-19. And I said, okay why is this not making you sleep i mean stop thinking about it she's like i can't i just can't i have like every time i i feel like i have a headache i have symptoms i have this and i'm like are you doing anything wrong she's like no i'm like why are you having anxiety then and she's like i don't know i can't think i can't sleep i'm having anxiety i'm taking sleeping pills and i'm like don't do this to yourself why are you doing this to yourself so a lot of people just the thought of them catching the virus causes them so much anxiety they can't focus on their everyday activities in life they can't sleep well their sleeping patterns are being affected so it's always important to follow health ways to cope with your stress for example you have to take care of your emotional health before anything Um, kind of isolate yourself from all the uh, pandemic related stories that might bring you stress and fear if you know that you're that kind of a person that that will get affected by it because I mean every time you hear like someone got affected um, or experiencing a second wave of infections uh, where this where that okay it's good to always be updated but if this will cause you anxiety stay away from this from this news the minute you hear someone talking about it just stay away from it if you know you cannot handle it yeah and it will cause you uh, so much stress so in the end if you will catch uh, god forbid covid 19 it is not the end of the world there is still treatment you can get over it and uh, there's so many people that thankfully uh, survived it so many of them yeah and, and so little didn't Exactly, so precisely always look that. look at the bright side. Looking at the bright side, yeah. uh, adopting a more optimistic mindset. And uh, it, it's a, such a, it's the kind of discussion that you could spend hours having because yeah. of the so many aspects uh, of our lives that have been affected. Even the return to school as well. There have been calls to have more mental health experts within schools as students start their return because they've gone through months of isolation in essence. Right. And for someone who's developing, that's got to have an impact of some sort. Uh, and um, Just do your part. Yeah, you do, do your you, part. You, yeah. Wear your masks, um, avoid social gatherings, uh, uh, always maintain s- a social distancing, always sanitize everything around you. And that's it. That's it. Just do your job, do your part and live your life. There's no need for someone because uh, there are studies yeah. that just uh, I read yesterday, uh, scientific studies that show the more you stress about COVID-19, the more you're prone to getting it. So it's all about mental health. It is, and and I think a big part of what you're talking about here is deals with the the feeling of helplessness that people have, and it's something that a lot of people are struggling to grapple with, our lack of control on the situation. 
This is happening around us. It is out of our control. I mean, yes, we can wear masks, uh, yeah. practice the precautions, do our part. Do but part. whether or not we get it, every time we step out of the house, there's a certain yeah. risk we adopt. Absolutely. And a major element to depression, according to mental health experts, is a sense of helplessness and a, a struggle to deal with how not in control you are. And yeah. it spills into other areas, even beyond COVID-19. The sense of... I'm in charge of my own career. I want to accomplish this right. one day. I want to become rich. But you've grown up in a certain environment. You've been through a yeah. certain childhood. You have a college degree. You are more limited than you think you might you might be. And uh, that's a part of depression that is not discussed very often. The fact that a lot of us don't embrace how helpless we are and how yeah. much how little control we really have. Yeah. Uh, and it might be an unrealistic way of thinking, trying to have more control over a situation that is entirely out of our control. Absolutely. So uh, that's definitely a big part of depression and uh, sad to see so many people go through that. It's actually a soothing thought when you think about it. So for example, for people who, who lose their jobs, afraid to lose their jobs, even if you did or you didn't just the thought of you losing your job amid the pandemic in this situation. The soothing thought in this situation is that you're not alone. The whole world is suffering. The whole world is going through the same thing. So there's always this uh, note in the back of someone's head saying, I'm not the only one that's suffering from this. The whole world is suffering from this. The best <laughs> are suffering from this. So um, hopefully we'll all get up again. And rise and shine again, and uh, life will come back to normal soon. Yeah, certainly. And, and better, uh, definitely. Inshallah. And uh, uh, World Health Organization, uh, just another thing, because this is very important. They said that this has always been historically understudied, underexamined. Yeah. Depression. It seems today it's more common than ever for people to say they're depressed, and especially younger people. Yeah. And that's uh, definitely a point of concern here. So to untangle the structural and economic reasons as to why that happens, uh, why people strive for the things that they do, how that could lead to their unhappiness quite possibly, mm. uh, and uh, just trying to have more control over things that you have no control over. Yeah. Those are issues that are worth interrogating, but uh, we don't have the time for that during today's show. <laughs> uh, but text us at 4215. Uh, let us know what your views are on managing your mental health during the pandemic. How have you fared so far? What has the impact been on you? Let us know. Our text lines are open, 4215. And up next, uh, we've got more stories lined up on today's program. The state of Hollywood and cinema amid COVID-19. What is happening? More movies have been postponed. Stay tuned for that to find out.